God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Hey, Pastor Jay, I I love your podcast. You make it so easy to understand the Bible. You make it easy for me to understand myself. Spots that I didn't understand that were shady is now becoming clearer to me as I listen to your daily podcast. I appreciate everything that you've sent me, all the questions I've asked you. You answered them so quickly. I appreciate everything that you do. And I'm just going to keep listening. And y'all pastors, some of y'all could learn a thing or two from this pastor. Hello everyone, this is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. And I'm stopping by to share about the Soul Cal Podcast Explosion. The date is October 23rd, which of course is on a Wednesday, and it'll be from 5 to 9. Please keep listening to our amazing sponsor, Pastor Jay of Walk in Truth Radio Podcast and Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church. Be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what God has laid on your heart. I hope to see you at the Soul Cal Podcast explosion remember it is a free event to attend and invite your friends and family and come and learn and enjoy meeting some new people at the soul cow podcast explosion have a great day and i can't wait to see you hello this is pastor jay with walking truth radio podcast with your encouraging word for today. We're going to be coming out of John chapter 8, the story most of you know about the woman caught in adultery. Now, scholars say, due to the old manuscripts, that this story may not be part of the old manuscripts, meaning that it was added later. And you can study that out for yourself, whether you uh, believe it or not. But for today, we're going to use the story, the woman caught in adultery. Now, I'm not going to read that whole passage. It begins in John chapter 8, uh, verse 1. It's on the uh, heels of the celebration of tabernacle or the celebration of the booths, the feast of booths, when God tabernacled with them in the wilderness. So Jesus has come out to teach them. And he had already told his brothers that it was their time to go. It was not his time. But then he came down later and the people were confused about who Jesus was. And Jesus had a warrant out for his arrest. But the guards, the religious leaders, the ones who officers that were assigned to get Jesus, did not touch Jesus or arrest him. One, because it was not his time. And two, they had never heard a man speak like this. So Jesus comes out early the next morning and begins to teach them. And all the people were around. And then this happened. The scribes, and we saw that verse three, He said, the scribes and the Pharisees bought a woman who had been caught in adultery and and placing her in the midst of Jesus. Now, think about this. There's a crowd around Jesus and he's teaching. Then all of a sudden, just use your imagination, they burst in with this woman 
She's a woman. She cannot defend herself. She can't say anything. They drag her in. And the scene is she has been caught in adultery. And now they bring him before Jesus. And this is what it says in verse 4. They said to him, quote, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now, verse 5. Now, in the law of Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. So what do you say? Now, we know that they're trying to catch Jesus. But I want to point out something. The law of Moses does say stone such a one. But the law of Moses says by two or three witnesses, everything is established. She's been accused, but the actual witnesses have not been brought forth. There was no due process. There was no finding out the facts. All it was was an accusation. And now they jump to stoning her. Religion will always use what it needs to get whatever the people want accomplished. Meaning they won't follow all the law which is holy. They will pick out bits and pieces that accomplishes their dirty deed. Verse 6. This they said to test him that they might have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent over and wrote with his fingers on the ground. Verse 7. And as they continued to ask him, he took up, he stood up and said, I'm sorry, he stood up and said to them, watch this. Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more, he bent down and rolled on the ground. Verse 9. But when they heard it, they went away, one by one, beginning with the older ones, and Jesus, beginning with the older ones, I'm sorry, and Jesus was left alone with the woman, standing there before him. Verse 10. Jesus stood up and said to, to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? And I'm going to give you a better rending. Where are your accusers? Where are the ones who accused you? Not the witnesses. Where are the ones who accused you? Has no one condemned you? The law says this woman should be stoned. She was caught in the act. She did sin. But the law also says this woman deserves due process. How can you condemn someone without due process? What well, was less about her and more about trying to trick him to go against the law. Now remember, saints, they were under Roman, Roman authority. Roman authority said that even though they had their laws, they could not kill unless they got uh, got okay from the government of Rome from Caesar or one of his governors if you remember they didn't kill Jesus outright they took him to Pilate for a trial she was supposed to get the same thing 
So actually when they stoned Stephen, they broke the Roman law. That was a murder for real, not only through uh, God, but also through the law of the land. They deserve to die for that because they didn't get the authority from the governor to kill anyone. Back in those times, the Romans would let you do what you wanted to do as far as your government and your religious practices. But as long as it didn't supersede the law of the land, it's almost like now you can do what you want to do to a point, but you can't let your religious laws or religious mores and values supersede the law of the land. So let's get back to the story and I'm going to get to my point. She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, I'm going to check this out. Neither do I condemn you. And from now on, sin no more. Now let's step back from the story a little bit. We have a woman who's a sinner, who's caught in the act of sin. Being caught in the act is like smelling a flower in a garden. It's the fruit of the deeper sin. But also, who participated with her, even though not brought up on charges, is just as guilty. She had to commit this act with somebody to be caught in it. And I know there's many stories about it was probably some of the people there, uh, the young and the old. Well, it doesn't tell us that. We, 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 we add that in. But let's think about what we have. The woman who's sinful, the officers, the scribes, and the Pharisees who bring this in to bring before Jesus to judge. And instead of Jesus judging her, he judges them first by saying, for the accusation that you bring to condemn her, the only one that can condemn her is one who has clean hands. So if you don't have clean hands, you can't condemn her. And if you do, you cast the first stone. Well, being good Pharisees and scribes, they already knew their hands were not clean enough to condemn. Because due process had taken place. So, not only is she guilty of sin, and it's adultery. But they're also guilty of sin. They're breaking the law. They're not following the judicial procedure that God had laid out for them. So we got two groups of sinners there. The woman and the scribe and Pharisees. Now let's get to the beautiful part. Only one that could forgive sins is God. Only one that could, could give even the Pharisees and the scribes a reprieve from breaking the law is God. Jesus stands up. He has allowed them to walk away. Still as sinful, but give them another chance to think about what they've done. The woman who was condemned that was brought up on charges is guilty but God 
always wants to show mercy. He said, I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. This is the beauty. God wants us to understand that the character to which we should espouse is mercy and forgiveness. The Pharisees and the scribe had to be shamed into walking away. But the woman standing there, just as guilty as all get out, received the mercy from God. And the mercy does not come without responsibility. What did he tell her? Sin no more. Catch this. Turn from what you were doing and don't do it again. Repent. Because God has been good to you today. Hasn't God been good to you today? Sometimes we want justice just like the Pharisees and the scribes did. But we're not in a position to handle justice until we're able to accept justice on ourselves. So instead of looking at what somebody else is doing and where they have fallen short and as egregious as it might be, look on the inside of yourself first and you might decide you want to ask God for this mercy, forgiveness, reconciliation, and not the justice or the sword to give you an opportunity to turn, repent, and move forward in Christ because God has been good. His forbearance is an opportunity to walk the straight and narrow path. The path of love is the fact that he gave his son that you would never have to pay for the sin that you commit because you believe in the blood of the Redeemer. God's gift to humanity. The one who can forgive forgiveness and forgive all sins. Our Lord, our Savior, Jesus Christ. So just think how good God is. His mercy endures forever. This is Pastor Jay with Walk Truth Radio Podcast. I always want you to be encouraged and be blessed and be at peace. I'll see you on the other side. This brother, or should I say pastor, speaks the truth. And I'm all about truth. So if y'all want to ask me a question about church, let a sister know. Because I am free to say whatever I like in a good manner. But at the same time, we both speak the truth. We ain't nothing about the negativity. We are trying to help people's souls. We are trying to help people Forgive themselves and know that God loves us regardless of what we have done. We can always make it better with God's word. And that's what Dr. J does through his sermons. He makes it simple enough for us to understand 
whatever we are doing, we know that we have to do it through God's word. And he definitely made me understand the Bible and pushes me to learn more about the Bible and God's word. Amen. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walker Truth Radio Podcast. I would like to encourage and invite all those who are in the St. Louis metropolitan area to come out and worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ, 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. Our Bible study times are 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. on Tuesday. All are welcome. Please come join us, worship with us, and learn with us. Bring your smile, bring your faith, and bring everything you know about God. We really love the interaction, sharing, and the fellowship. So come on out and join us every Sunday, 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ, 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114, and at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. every Tuesday at the same address. I'm looking forward to meeting you and enjoying the fellowship with you. This is Pastor Jay. I always want you to be encouraged and be at peace. See you on the other side.